the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good Monday morning, Columbus, Ohio. You are tuned in to 98.9 FM, The Answer. This is the Bruce Hooley Show, and I'm Jack Windsor filling in for Bruce Hooley. Bruce, we continue to pray for you. We love you, and we expect you back in this chair soon. And uh, hopefully I can have Bruce on at some point later in the week to give us an update on his condition and his treatment and his recovery after his uh, brain surgery. It is Monday. It is the 30th of October, which means we are just one day beyond a week out from the November 7th election. And there's not a whole lot more I feel like talking about, but we're going to because the world is sometimes bigger than Ohio, right? Uh, Although Ohio is the heart of it all. Uh, Let's see. Buckeyes won Saturday. And... You know, Jeff and I were talking in the studio on Friday, and I predicted a three-point win. I was wrong. It was 24 to 10. It was actually 17 to 10 before Travion Henderson scampered for a long run late in the game to to make it look less close than it was. But I worried about the Wisconsin defense being opportunistic and Ohio State not being able to stop their run. Wisconsin playing slow down, giving Ohio State a limited number of plays. Well, the reality is Ohio State gave themselves a limited number of plays. They turned the ball over about four times. Um, But a win's a win. But that's not the kind of win, or that's not the type of effort that they will be uh, able to put in and get a win if they're going to beat that team up north, Even, even considering the problems and stresses around that program right now. The Browns were the Browns. I've said it multiple times and people laugh at me. Kevin Stefanski just gets too cute in critical moments. It happened again yesterday and it cost the Browns a football game that had they won, I think the conversation today is overwhelmingly different than what it was yesterday, even given the fact that they're, I don't know, I'm going to call him bust of a quarterback, is is still playing games with whether or not he's going to start, play, whatever. Uh, but the Browns were the Browns, and instead of running the ball on third down with Kareem Hunt, who had been gashing, in my mind, gashing in, in certain situations, that Seattle defense, uh, the Browns threw. And that was it. Um, a lot to cover today. At 11.22, Kevin Ryder will be here. Who is he? He is a candidate for Delaware City Council. I believe it's Ward 4. 11.35. Mehek Cook will be here. You've heard from her before. She's a Columbus-based attorney, small business owner, 
and she's the spokeswoman for Protect Women Ohio. And Protect Women Ohio is the organization that's backing the no vote on issue one. And we're certainly going to talk about that today. Bob Clegg is a Republican strategist. He will be here at 1150. We'll talk whatever Bob wants to talk about. I'm certain we'll chew on issue one. Uh, Maybe Governor DeWine's comments on the heartbeat law. I don't know if you caught that, but Governor DeWine previously said, look, we might want to take a look at the heartbeat law and make some amendments to it so that we don't have to deal with some radical abortion amendment. Well, he said last week that he would want to make exceptions for rape and incest in the heartbeat law. And of course, uh, members of the press went apoplectic and said, well, he's flip-flopping. He's only doing it to make sure issue one doesn't pass. So we'll talk about that potentially with Bob. And then I have another Bob at 1235. I have Bob France. You know him. He's uh, always right. Radio's Bob France. And he's always right. So he's going to give us the breakdown on issue one. And he's going to talk about the partial birth abortion ban that the left is using as an excuse to pass Ohio's issue one. But before that, uh, Bill Henderley will be here. He's a Liberty Township trustee candidate. And then tomorrow, Kate LaMaster, she's running for school board, Hilliard City Schools. Uh, I've written about Hilliard City Schools a lot. So we'll talk to her about some of the things that I wrote about last year. If you remember, uh, they had the badges, the, you know, you can trust me badges that had a, a code on them that actually went to sites that had pornographic material. Uh, those were being worn by teachers, by the way, in school in the school district, uh, and of course supplied by the the local teacher union. Surprise, surprise. And then Wednesday, Congressman Warren Davidson will be here at eleven thirty five to eleven forty five. I don't know. I might keep him two segments because we're going to talk about the new House Speaker, which, by the way, um, are are you are you are you seeing what the press is doing with this guy? I said last week, you you can judge a guy by his enemies. And a couple of weeks back, I said, there's there's this new phrase. It's called Christian nationalists. And the Marxists would use it to paint conservative people who prize the U.S. Constitution and Jesus and America as radicals and religious zealots. And, and guess what they're doing? Guess what they're doing with Mike Johnson? Exactly that. He is a, he's one of those Christian nationalists. I can't believe the Republicans put somebody in such a, a position um, that, is, that is just so alt-right, so radical. Speaking of radical, did you catch uh, Kamala Harris last night on 60 Minutes? We are going to win, she said, about the 2024 presidential election. Now, she weighed in on other things like the Middle East and immigration and gun control. With respect to immigration, you know, what she wants to do is is make sure that we have a fair and ethical border policy and make sure that we're devoting assets to the border. And look, we already decoded that last week. What that means is they want to send people to the border to make sure that illegals are, are processed faster and integrated into America sooner, right? Um, I don't think that's a border policy that many people are going to be happy with. And then, of course, she took the opportunity to talk about gun control after the tragic shooting last week and called for a ban on 
assault weapons. And maybe we'll talk about that later. You know, you know what my visceral response to that is? There isn't a ban on assault weapons. First of all, we have to call it what it is. It is reapportioning assault weapons and making sure that the people who are in charge of the assault weapons are the elites and the police state in the United States of America. That's not gun control. That's reapportionment. Keep in mind, the administration that wants to do this is the same administration that left an, an entire military arsenal behind in Afghanistan so that terrorists could have tanks and planes and guns. They're also the administration that wants to take your tax dollars and send weapons of war to Ukraine so that citizens there can fight the Russians. And they want to send weapons of war and money for weapons of war to Israel. They just don't want you to have that right. So later in the week, I hope we have time. I'm going to go through a really nice Heritage Foundation piece on gun control, what it does, what it doesn't do. Um, But Kamala Harris was asked about the potential for mixing up the 2024 ticket. And she said, I frankly, in my head, do not have time for parlor games when we have a president who is running for reelection. That's it. Joe Biden. Well, how's Joe Biden doing? I think we should we should visit that right now. He's uh, he's crushing it in terms of the Democratic primary in New Hampshire. He's uh, 70 to Kennedy's 10 to Williamson's six. Keep in mind, Kennedy's running as an independent. And I think that will take some votes from Biden, but I think it will also take some votes from conservatives who appreciate Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s stance against the medical industrial complex, his, his uh, calling out of fraudulent Fauci. But I digress. How is Biden doing against Trump? Well, right now he's down 0.7. Trump's at 44.8. Biden's at 44.1. If Biden goes against DeSantis, he's actually winning by 1.3 points. If he goes against Nikki Haley, he's losing by 1.6. His job approval is 40%. His disapproval is uh, 55 and a half, 55.6. So he's underwater almost 15 points. But here's the real kicker to me. 24% of people think that this country is going in the right direction. 66 say that we are on the wrong track. So uh, Kamala Harris, train wrecks are really hard to watch or hard to watch, but hard to turn away from. And her interview was hard to turn away from. Uh, She uh, counts it a slam dunk that the Biden administration is going to win. I don't. Hey, uh, we've got up next Kevin Ryder, Delaware City Council candidate. Stay tuned. Hey, welcome back to the Bruce Hooley Show. Jack Windsor filling in for Bruce Hooley. It's great to have you along. Hey, I want to tell you about one of my clients at uh, the Ohio Press Network, talking about the Freedom Foundation. The Freedom Foundation, they created a website called optouttoday.com. You should go there. 
you'll see how simple and seamless it is to opt out of your union. But it's important for you to know that if you are a candidate for a government job, you don't have to join the union in order to get the job. And if you have a government job, you don't have to pay union dues if you're not in the union. And you don't have to join the union. Why is that important? Because on average, you'll save about $1,100 per year. That's money in your pocket. And you will cut off funding to the union bosses. 97% of the time, they give the money to progressive causes and politicians that are radically changing our government and our schools. So thank you to the Freedom Foundation for your support at at the Ohio Press Network. And thank you for your creation of optouttoday.com. That's optouttoday.com. Right now, I want to welcome in Kevin Ryder. He is a candidate for Delaware City Council. Kevin, welcome to The Bruce Hooley Show. How are you this morning? Uh, good morning. Uh, I'm doing really well. Thanks for the opportunity. Absolutely. So I said something earlier, and I, and I may have been wrong. Are you running at large, or are you a candidate for three or four, Ward 3 or Ward 4? Yeah, I, so I appreciate it. So ward 4. So just one-fourth of Delaware uh, at this point. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So um, this is an important race because... Delaware is an important city. Delaware County is one of the, it is the fastest growing county in, in the state of Ohio. And uh, by the way, I used to live in Delaware and uh, I'm aware of how important city council is. Um, And, and frankly, um, there's a university there and you're not saying this, but I'm going to say it that is uh, fraught with liberal wackos that really do want to change uh, the course and culture of Delaware, the city of Delaware. So let's talk about your race. Um, why are you running for city council? For lots of reasons. Um, at, at, at a minimum, I, I do have a, uh, excuse me, a successful small business. Okay. Um, as you understand, city council doesn't pay well, so it's not about the money. Right. I, I genuinely care and love my city. I've been in this area about a dozen years now, um, you know, married into a family. They've been over in uh, Delaware over 100 years, in fact. And, you know, I've got 25 years of professional experience, really just trying to give back uh, traffic engineering and infrastructure and finances, uh, key issues that Delaware is struggling with in the recent past and this uh, you know, coming future. Uh, and I think I can genuinely help solve these problems. Excellent. So tell us um, what kind of what kind of uh, work you do. Uh, you said you own a business. Uh, give, I'd love yeah, to mainly have you so give a forensic engineering. Uh, oh, okay. I do have a Ph.D. in industrial engineering. So. A lot of what I do tends to be investigating catastrophic car and truck crashes, uh, oh, wow. a lot of other incidents, uh, you know, workplace uh, amputations, and you know, I, I see real uh, life change uh, challenges and and solutions uh, every day. So it's, that's certainly not boring in the real uh, uh, tragic situations almost every time. So when you talk about um, putting your experience to work, particularly with I- infrastructure, um, I'm assuming that that helps you look at a situation and, and kind of vet out, you know, bad choices and, and risky choices with infrastructure. Is, is that one of your key components uh, that, that you're running on? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's an example. And really, I make it a little more broad. My entire really personal and professional worlds are, are just rooted in uh, being open-minded and listening to kind of all sides of an issue. Uh, my work is purely objective as an engineer, but you know, as a result, I, I have to evaluate everything that's going on, everyone's opinions in, in a situation to try to understand uh, what occurred, uh, what's best, for example, as it comes into you know, obviously city issues. Um, I mean, yeah, really, my background in you know, motor vehicle uh, that really ties into safety, uh, the uh, efficiencies of the system, you know, lighting, crosswalks, uh, really traffic congestion. So, 
Uh, that's just real specific examples of just my background at large getting applied. Right on. Um, when you look at, I'm, I'm certain you've been out canvassing, going door to door, talking to folks in Delaware. What are they telling you um, that matters most to them? And what's your plan to act on their behalf there in the fourth ward? Well, it's a, it's a wonderful challenge. So the fourth ward is basically downtown Delaware, if you will, and then kind of everything east uh, out of the city. And, uh, and there's really pockets of individuals that have different burdens. Um, and so in this process, you know, I've knocked on uh, really almost 1,500 doors now. It's been a fascinating process to uh, you know, talk with everyone. So one is I'm not ignorant of what the city is struggling with. And, but on, on the other hand, I've been learning fascinating things from you know, all these individuals that they all have their own individual issues. Uh, that's what the city council then becomes. It's a democratic process to you know, elect someone that ultimately has to speak for them. It's, uh, you know, we live in a republic. You know, so it's, it's my opportunity to understand what all these unique issues are, uh, because some solutions for one part of the ward or the city may not be what another part wants or desires. And those are, those are the kind of decisions that you know, we need leaders and, uh, with experience to, to make. Uh, you know, looking at the, the big picture, the, the whole city, even as it affects the county, um, I thought the biggest issue, just understanding the, the unique burdens of where someone lives, the developments, traffic, uh, safety. Everyone has their own unique burden. And mm-hmm. honestly, I, I love trying to connect with them of what matters to them. I can try to explain what matters to me, and that's interesting to some and, and really probably many. But my issue is trying to understand what matters to them first. Well, I can tell uh, this is the first time we've had a chance to talk. I can tell by talking with you that you're well thought out and pragmatic and, and objective. And I think that's refreshing. We've got about a minute here. Um, so sorry to hamstring you this way, but are, <laughs> is your race contested? And, and if so, uh, what's the one thing that would separate you from your competitor? Uh, it, it is very con- congested and uh, um, contested, excuse me. And one of the issues is, you know, there, there's a stark contrast in many areas between myself and the other gentlemen. And really all I tell people is to research the candidates. Um, if you're looking at experience and leadership and qualifications and, and a list of things, really a, a long list, if you will, from my point of view, uh, I would I would think that you know, at least 80 percent of the city should think that I am the, the better candidate for this position. Um, I am a conservative Republican, but as a, as a result, the Democratic Party is really trying to make this a partisan issue. They're trying to bring it back yep. uh, to more of a 50-50 split. And the fact is I do have bi- uh, bipartisan support. A number of Democrats have come forward and uh, in- encouraging me. They're voting for me, and I appreciate that. Um, so the best thing I can tell people, is, you know, it's a nonpartisan race. If you're Republican or Democrat, it's, there's no R or D on the ballot. You just have to understand. You research candidates. Um, don't just go by yard signs uh, of what your neighbor is supporting, uh, but do your own research. Uh, and I do think that uh, by and large, people would land on me. He's writer for CityCouncil.com. Check him out. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.